And there was a great story late last week coming out of Queensland Cricket and the Allen Border Field. And that's one of Queensland Cricket's finest servants acknowledged for her contribution to a cricket. We had the unveiling of the Melissa Bulo Terraces there at AB Field. And we've been lucky enough that Melissa's agreed to join us this morning. Melissa, good morning and welcome to the show. Oh, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. What a great honour this must be for you. Your own terraces there at AB Field. Oh, who would have thought? I would have been happy with a toilet block, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty pumped. What do you think you'll do on the terraces? I'm trying to think if I had a a terrace named after me, not that that'll ever happen. It might be a nice spot to just, uh, I don't know, go with some friends and have a few beers or or something or other. It sounds quite relaxing having a terrace named after you. Oh, it does, and it's well shaded too. So just pop on some sun cream, bring your mates down with a a couple eskies, and I think you're right to go. But, yeah, look, it's truly humbling to even be considered uh, for this honour amongst the wonderful servants of the game in Queensland. It's really humbling and Queensland cricket have always been on the front foot in promoting and being advocates for females. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really privileged. Melissa, you must be so proud that you, being a pioneer so many years ago, when you look now and see the profile of women's cricket here in Australia, and effectively every cricket fan now knows the makeup of the Aussie 11. It's sensational. Oh, it's unbelievable. And you could you could only hope that this is where the game would go. Um it's funny, I've got a daughter, she's five, never saw an ounce of my cricketing career, but we obviously watch it a lot here at home, and uh, we went and saw a, a men's game recently, and she asked, do men play too? So, yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> like, that you know, young people today ask if men play, so it really is wonderful, and it's, yeah, it makes all that hard work, I guess, not just for my generation, but the one before me as well, all worthwhile. Mel, sorry to make you feel a bit old here, but when did you retire? Tell the, tell the yep. listeners about your retirement and, and what do you consider the highlight of your playing career? I retired, well, first started in about 1996-97. I debuted for Queensland and that was the very first year of the WNCL competition. And in that year, I remember getting a letter. Um, it, yeah, it was the first iteration of the WNCL and we had to pay, um, it said in the letter, no more than $1,000 to play. So now when you think um, we're in 2022, 2023, and the girls are being able to play professionally, it's unbelievable. But, yeah, I retired in 2014, um, and in that very last season, it was always my goal when I was playing to win something for Queensland. And we're a little like the men, to be honest. We'd never won anything. Um, And in that very last game that I played, we won the uh, T20 competition with Queensland over in Perth. So... Um, yeah, it's just a wonderful way to end my career. I had a couple of bulging discs, discs in my back at that time. So, yeah, it made um, the retirement all that more sweet to have that victory. So when you played, did you have a, well, a second job or a first job? Did you have a, another way of supplementing your income? And, and do, do many women who play cricket now, are they effectively pretty much all professional or do some of them have outside jobs to supplement their income as well? I believe a lot of them, um, I think cricket is the first priority for many of the players now and a lot will also be studying. That's uh, very much encouraged um, as well on the side because I know it it becomes very paramount when you retire that you're a long time retired and just to have something, uh, I guess, to fall back on is is absolutely crucial. But, yeah, obviously when I was playing, we had to um, work as well. There was no way we weren't... um, being remunerated um, enough to be able to survive purely on cricketing income. So I um, earned my CPA early in my career and became an accountant for about five to six years um, Then set up a business with my brother um, as, a, as a registered training organisation. So 
yeah, I've been working professionally all throughout my career and um, it's been, it's me in good stead, obviously, for when I retired to have something to fall back on. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it'd go now with cricket being the number one priority and, and how it would go, for sure. We uh, The Melissa Bulow Terraces, it looks fantastic, the sign's up there. Who first approached you about this? Yeah, Terry um, Spencer, the CEO of Queensland Cricket, gave me a call just leading into Christmas, actually, and absolutely floored me. Um, I knew, obviously, I'd, I'd been at the ground and seen the recent redevelopment, and it really is a beautiful oval. Like, it was my second home for a number of, well, for my entire career, to be honest. Um, just to see what they've done with it now with the new electronic scoreboard, the lights, um, the terraces, obviously, but... It's a beautiful facility, and yeah, Terry um, Spencer gave me the call, and yeah, I was um, absolutely chuffed. To be honest, it wasn't obviously something on my radar. I knew that they had been rolling out um, uh, different people for or naming uh, different parts of the ground, um, but just definitely something that um, I wasn't expecting, and yeah, obviously humbled by it. Mel, what do you make of the, the sort of debate? I guess it's been raging a bit this summer in cricket about you know, light rules and rain and, and what's, you know, what's a, we, we saw a lot of that during the Sydney test. Yep. I mean, cricket, I guess, you know, is a sport, but, it, but it's first and foremost, I guess, really got to be in the entertainment business as well. Do you yep. think cricket, as a former player, I totally, yep. get, totally get the safety argument, but do you think cricket yep. needs to change a bit with the times in terms of uh, giving the spectators more bang for their buck? Oh, I couldn't agree more. There's so much competition now for um, interest, not just in the sporting field, but everywhere um, and to get um, people's eyeballs on your games you, you've got to be playing um, and when you've got lights at an oval you've I think you've just got you've got to be using them um, people are paying to be watching and yeah I think definitely cricket is a sport that could move with the times a little bit quicker and I think it's going to be crucial to its I guess longevity um, and in continuing to be our number one sport you know we've just we've definitely got to be moving with the times. Next time you go to uh, AB Field to watch a game, are you going to be sitting on your own terrace? I think I've got to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I used to love sitting in the Stuart Law stand, but now I guess I've got to be sitting in my own, haven't I? Um, yeah, look, it's, a, it's a quite a long stretch of terrace, to be honest, so we're spoiled for choice there. I encourage everyone to get along and, and, and have been, um, grab their picnic rug and sit on the Melbulo Terrace. Well, you were one of the uh, yeah, the first... Cricket is brought into the Queensland Women's Cricket Hall of Fame along with Julia Price. It's a, a magnificent career that you had playing cricket. I think it was a, over 120 games for Queensland and what, 20-odd games for Australia as well, Melissa? Yeah, yeah it was. Um, I was in and out of the Australian squad for a period of time there. Um, I was, I guess, lucky or unlucky um, to be playing in a very um, a brilliant era. Well, it is now as well. Australian cricket has always been strong in the female sphere, but there were some wonderful names in that Australian team and yeah, I was lucky to yeah play 20-odd games for Australia. That was obviously a highlight for me as well. In my very first game, I got to open the batting with uh, Belinda Clark, who just had her very own statue unveiled at the Sydney Cricket Ground uh, during this the recent test. So, um, no, I was, I was very lucky with the opportunities I had, particularly in the Australian team and obviously also for Queensland. Going to put you on the spot here a bit. You're the uh, selection boss for the uh, for the female teams. Now, I know yeah. you don't want to be biased or yeah. uh, lean one way or another, but give... Ask one name to keep an eye on for the future, a young female cricketer rising through the ranks that you think could be anything. Oh, this is tough. I have put um, you on the spot here, haven't I? <laughs> I love it. Um, we're very blessed uh, in Queensland. We've got so many uh, terrific young players. Um, we're missing a couple of our Australian players at the moment and there's been plenty of opportunity for our youngsters uh, to step up. Um, 
You're going to sit on the fence here, aren't you? Yeah. I can tell. I really want to. You, sit, you can yeah. sit in your own terrace. Yeah. Uh, look, there's probably... There's, can I give you four that spring to mind? Yes, And then I'll try and absolutely. narrow it down to you. Okay, so we've got Georgia Vole, who's at the top of the order. Um, uh, Charlie Knott as well. Um, we've got Grace Parsons. She's a, a ripping young lady who uh, bowls a terrific leg spinner um, and spins them a mile. Um, and then we've got Courtney Sipple as well, who's a youngster from Mergen. But I'm going to go for Charlie Knott here. Um, she's an opening batter, opening batter but also um, bowls some great off, off spinners as well. Um, and she's just got a really terrific technique and temperament. Um, she probably hasn't had that groundbreaking innings that um, she's wanted to date, but I don't think she's far away, and I think she's definitely going to be one to watch. It's been an absolute privilege to chat to you this morning, Melissa. Well done with these terraces being named after you. It's obviously been on the back of a great career and you doing so much for women's cricket. We'd love to catch up with you again sometime. Uh, you have to meet me out on the terrace. Uh, well, okay, we'll, we can certainly do we'll that. Have a, we'll, we'll have an outside broadcast down at AB Field and we'll meet you on your own terrace. Oh, that would be terrific. Thanks, guys, for chatting. It's been brilliant. Thanks, Melissa. There she is, Melissa Bulow. Having Melissa Bulow terraces named after her there at the AB Field.